so <clears throat> I'm just finished watching Black Klansmen for the second time. I'm glad Spike Lee got uh, at least one one award off it. You know, I'm not entirely mad at, at the war. Uh, I would have been mad had it gone to Roma, because Best Picture Roma sucked. I ain't gonna, I mean, I'm not a foreign films or subtitles guy, so I ain't gonna say it sucked, because it just really ain't my shit, but when it went to the green book, it was like, okay, you know what I mean, I saw that, um, that, that dude, Marshall Ali, he, uh, he got the best supporting actor, for that movie, it, it made sense. That made sense. You know what I mean? I didn't see Black Panther winning. I just didn't see a Marvel movie getting Best Picture. As hopeful as my brother was. <laughs> I just, it just, you know, it's not, it's too soon. There's, they're not going to do that yet, if ever. I was glad that the Spider-Verse movie won. That was sick. Okay, so check this out. I know that it's probably not most people's main thing that they paid attention to if they saw Enter the Spider-Verse, but the the kid in that show, he's a graffiti artist, or in the movie, he's a graffiti artist, Miles Morales, and I've never seen an Academy Award go to a movie featuring a graffiti artist as its main character, and I thought that that was pretty dope, considering I've dabbled in a lot of graffiti myself now for about oh wow nine wow almost 19 years so it's almost 19 years now that I've been dabbling in so that's not dabbling really you could call me a graffiti artist (laughs) but um yeah that was pretty cool but um I didn't think I, I I'm glad Spike Lee got to win an award because he deserves an award and that was cool and you know it came at a good time and and also I was you know what was very interesting that I have to bring up and there's other things that I need to talk about today because this Black Klansman movie I saw it once it gave me you know the feelings and I'm watching it again and now I'm getting a chance to think a little you know but first, I want to talk about, because Spike Lee won, and the, the speech that he gave, and man, I'll tell you what, he's been waiting to give that speech, I think, since the beginning of his career, and I'm glad that he got to do so. It's it's good. That That is a good thing. Now, I want to draw attention to the way the president, Donald Trump, responded to that speech, though. Now, let me take a bong hit real quick. So this dude, Donald Trump, the president of the United States of fucking America, decides it's a good idea to get on Twitter. I mean, he's always on Twitter, but this to get on Twitter and say that somehow Spike Lee had directed racist comments at him, essentially. And it's like, first off, he didn't even say your name. Like, basically all Spike Lee said was to vote in 2020 and be on the right side of history. Now, Donald Trump, 
<coughs> focused in on that. Even though at least like four or five other presenters, if not more, made like blatant jokes about the president. Donald Trump zoomed in on Spike Lee, which proves that Donald Trump is racist as fuck. I'm always looking for new proofs because people try to say he's not and he is. And yeah, so... I'm not going to let people lie. I'm not a Donald Trump supporter. I never have been. He has like two ideas that I agree with ever. That man should not be president. I did not vote for him. Anybody who ever said I voted for him is a liar. And it's very clear that he's prejudiced and racist. And he honed right in on Spike Lee. Didn't mention anybody else. And Spike Lee, all Spike Lee said was to be on the right side of history. And so Donald Trump knows that Donald Trump is on the wrong side of history then. He admitted it, essentially, by by, by his own guilty conscience, admitted that voting for him would put you on the wrong side of United States history. And this goes out to anyone who's in his base, because I just can't, I'm telling you, And he just got more money for that wall. And you know what? He hasn't spent none of 2016's wall budget on it. None of 2017's wall budget on it. He hasn't done anything. He's he's sitting on billions of dollars for a wall that he promised y'all. And he hasn't built it. And I don't think he's going to. Not that I want him to. But the point is he lied to you to get him to vote for you. Get you to vote for him. Now, this Black Klansman movie, it really brings to light, you know, it it brings to light how close, I think, in the 50s and 60s, we may have come to a race war in this country. And I think that even though we're not this close, we're, we could get there again. Now, because of dumbass Donald Trump's election... There's been a resurgence of the KKK and neo-Nazis and the alt-right was created. And these are all racist domestic terrorist groups. And I don't give a damn if they're classified or not. Under I've read the Department of Homeland Security's, you know, protocol for what a domestic terrorist group is. And the KKK was on the list, first off. The KKK is a domestic terrorist group, as far as the U.S. government is concerned. But the alt-right should also be. If they were considering the Ron Paul revolution and Occupy Wall Street domestic terrorists, then the alt-right are for sure domestic terrorists. Like, that shit is crazy to not consider hate speech and all that a form of domestic terrorism it's divisive it divides the country it's bad for america period i don't care what you think about black people they're here to stay that it, it, it is bad they're americans but you know what i've tried to get that point across before to both sides you know what i mean that that they're, everybody's american why are we fighting each other it's reminiscent of maybe a rock, when Rodney King was like, why can't we all just get along? It's reminiscent of any ignorant, really it's an ignorance thing for me. I've been living 
in ignorance for years until Donald Trump got got in elected president I was ignorant of the fact that society essentially sees me as a white man and that I've I, I always knew I lived with some privilege because my dad had a good job when he was alive and my family had some money but I never really considered it to be a race thing considering I'm not I'm, a, I'm not white you know what I mean Many people now consider Italians to be white, and I think this is the third time I've mentioned it in the podcast, but that's because when Italians and Irish came to America, the white Americans who were already here did not want them to take up arms with black people, and so they dubbed them as white people. But even in Black Klansmen, you hear him say that he hates Dagos, and Dagos are Italian people. Okay, they put us in the same categories as Jews and black people, you know, and and my family furthermore didn't get here on either side till after 1900. It's all a very weird situation for me. But what I'm getting from this movie and I'm seeing it is that I lived in ignorant of the fact that I had white privilege at all. I wasn't thinking about it. I had mostly black friends or black and Mexican friends or people just of color in general. I didn't hang out with a lot of white people in general. And then it came a point I didn't hang out with a lot of people in general. Like it just is all kinds of things that I just didn't know. I didn't think existed anymore. I thought in a lot of ways since Obama had become president that we were finally reaching the promised land of equality. And now I realize that nobody was ever going to be equal and we never are. But those of us who are mixed race, no matter, and see both sides don't recognize it. Black people don't see me as mixed race either. Black people either see me as a white person trying to be black, which I am not. I am neither white nor am I trying to be black. Or they see me as a culture vulture or whatever. But they don't see me as one of them. And neither really do white people. And that goes for any mixed race person. Really. Like anyone, no matter how light your skin tone is. If it comes right down to it. The eugenics that white supremacists live by say that we're still inferior. Aryan white people are supposed to be the chosen people, supposedly, according to white supremacists and Nazis and eugenicists, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? But whatever. So we don't qualify for nothing. But if black people and white people want to kill each other, and it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer to me by day that in the 50s and 60s, it came very close to them taking up arms against each other. And I think it could come close again. I don't want it. That would be a civil war between people who are all Americans. And and the worst thing about it is, is there's people who came here probably from, who came here from Africa, probably to escape violence and poverty, who would then have to take up with the blacks and experience violence. You know what I mean? There's people who are not white, but they look white enough that they would either have to take up with the whites or be left in the middle and die. That's what's crazy. We're going to be left to die. Mixed race people 
who don't look black and who don't look Mexican and who don't look white Anglo-Saxon or Aryan are going to be fucked if there is a race war between blacks and whites. You know what I mean? I... I don't know, and and maybe Asians too. I don't know where, but see, at least Asians could all stand together. Asians could just be like, you know what? We're a third group. If you fuck with us, you're just like, like during the riots down in LA in 92, the Asians were like a third group, the Koreans and all that. They took, it was a third group, three. So maybe it's a three-way race war. But those of us that I'm talking about are still, we don't fall into any of those categories. So we're going to, but our skin tone, see, that's what I've been ignorant of this whole time. You would have to take up with the white folks or you would die. Basically, or you could try and hide or whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? If there was a race war in the United States, which is basically a civil war, a whole shit ton of people are going to die regardless. So that don't, you know, that's neither here nor there. You're probably going to die anyway, which is why I disagree with it. But with all the research I've done in the last two years, in the time that Donald Trump has been president, I see why black people and white people will probably never really be buddy-buddy. So where does that leave us? Especially those of us who don't fall into any of those groups. And and that's what really scares me at the end of the day, is that I don't fall into any of those groups. I don't have a niche in the race war, really. I'd either have to lie and say I was white. And see, if you lied and say you were white, and shit got real fascist and real Nazi and shit, and they started checking people and shit and killing people, you might just get killed because you lied. That's some hazardous shit right there. I I don't, I just, like, do black people and white people really have to hate each other? Like, I get why they have to hate each other, but damn, like, I, it's just, it's so deep-seated that nobody seems to be able, could fix it. Even though there's this huge gap between rich people and poor people that we could be concentrated on. We could unite as people who are the have-nots and take take it up with the government and take it up with the super rich and tell them we're tired of this shit. We're tired of the police. We're tired of the bullshit. We're tired of the interest rates rising. We're tired of the inflation. We're tired of not knowing what's in Fort Knox. We're tired of not knowing what the Federal Reserve is doing. We're tired of it all. All of it. We could do that. We have bigger numbers than they have. And technically, the police and military, those are common people. You know what I mean? We could, we could, we don't need, and I know that usually I say it would have to be violent, but we don't even have to take it to violence. If we were the majority, all we would have to do is take over somehow, some way or, or take over enough that we could get the information that because information and knowledge is power. But I just but if you can't if we if you can't unite poor black people and poor white people and poor Hispanic people, 
It's never going to happen. But especially poor blacks and whites, because that's the biggest groups and the groups that are biggest at each other's throats. And see, that's another thing Trump fucked up with, like, with all the ICE raids and the immigration bullshit is he created a whole, he created a Mexican, a Hispanic and white gap. Now Hispanics and white people hate each other more than they ever have before. And that, like, wasn't even, uh, it wasn't even a thing before, like, because Hispanics had never been slaves, you know what I mean? But now they're getting treated like shit by backwards-ass white people, and shit's hitting the fan. And it's, but really, if black and white people got along, I think everybody else would be able to get along. I think if everybody saw that, they would be like, okay, if they can get along, the rest of us can get along, and we can all get along, and things would get better. Like, I don't want things to get worse. I don't want things to get worse. But everybody else seems to be hell-bent on things getting worse in a lot of ways. And I don't know what to do about that, because the only way to make it right would be to fix things that people have already told me are unfixable on both sides. And I just, I don't know. The movie reminded me of that. It reminded me of my ignorance for years. It reminded me of the fact that I constantly have to explain what my race is now. Just two years ago, I didn't. It reminded me that people now feel again they can be openly prejudiced against black people when two years ago we had a black president, it reminded me. And it's just bad in general. It would be all bad. And I don't see a solution. So I had to vent, get that off my chest. But this movie, I'll give it to Spike Lee, it's thought provoking. Each time I watch it, it totally, totally fucks me up. And, uh, yeah. That's been Life According to Scass. Go fuck yourself.